powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Bible's up. We make a confession of faith before we receive the word. It's right on the screen. And I need you to say it. When you say it, say it like an army. I need you to say it. Don't say it like, don't say it weak. I need you to say it with strength. You got it? I need you to talk strong because that's how your wins are going to be. I need you to talk strong because that's how your favor is about to be. I need you to talk strong because that's the door that's about to open for you. That thing is going, you got it? Let's go. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear. I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now lift your hands and worship God for 10 seconds for the word you're about to receive. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Atlanta. I got to hear you louder than that. 5, Atlanta. I got to hear you louder than that. 4, Atlanta, I gotta hear you louder than that. Three. Atlanta, I gotta hear you louder than that. Two. One. Say, I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. Let's go, let's go. So this month, we're in this series of messages at Harvest. I preach in series because I want people to get results. Everything about Harvest is about people getting results in their life. The series is called How to Win No Matter What You Are In. Why? 2 Corinthians 2.14 says this. Now, thanks be to God. First of all, if you're going to triumph and win, you're going to have to be thankful. What am I thankful for? I'm thankful for what he's already done. I need to make sure you're not sitting next to somebody that doesn't recognize that every good thing that has happened to them has not been because of any doing of their own 
alone, it's been because of the goodness of God. I hope you sit next to somebody that says, baby, I got a whole testimony. If you knew my story, if you knew what I've been, if you knew what I've gone through, you'd recognize I'm thankful. That's why I shout like I do. I'm thankful. That's why I clap like I do. I'm thankful. That's why I praise like I do. I'm thankful. That's why on a Sunday night, I'm in church. Why I am thankful. I need to check the room and make sure there's some thankful people in here. Leave it right there. I need to check the room and make sure there's some thankful people in the building. Thankful that he healed your body. Thankful that he got you through the divorce. Thankful that he got you through the bankruptcy. Here it is. Thankful that he got you out of the bad relationship. Thankful. If you're thankful, just release a praise right I'm thankful. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done, man, I'm thankful. Listen, I know that you may not be where you want to be, but thankful people know how to thank God that they're not where they used to be. Baby, you've been making progress. Your, your, your yesterday is better than the day before. And your tomorrow's going to be better than today. And your September's going to be better than your August. And your October's going to be better than your September. And your November's going to be better than your October. And your December gonna be better than your November, and your 23 gonna be better than your 20. Where are the thankful people at? He says, Now thanks be to God. Here it is, who always leads us in triumph. Shut up. What do you mean? Always. God says, The only options with God are win or win. Look at me. You don't have any other options. You say, well, Bishop, this feels like a loss. I need you to look at it again. Did you lose a friend or did you win by discovering an enemy? Did you lose something or did you win something? Whenever you feel like you have lost something, I need you to look at that thing again. Because the Bible says there's only two options for us. It's win or win. And I'm going to tell some of y'all, you owe God an apology tonight. Why? Because in your life, you've been calling this a loss, that a loss, I lost this, I lost that, I lost that. And when you say I lost, it's offensive to God. Why? Because you're telling him that he did not do what he promised you he was going to do. He said, I will always lead you into trial. Which means even if it feels like lost baby you didn't lose you won I don't care if they fired you you won you just got the freedom to start the business I don't ain't gonna say nothing to me I don't care if they walked out on you you just got the freedom God freed the seat up so he can get the right person in the seat I wish you would chase after somebody I wish you would run up after somebody baby you only have two options win or win he always leads us in what triumph now now leads us means he doesn't force us so this is the issue that we have so for many of us we want God to force it especially if you grew up in church you heard stuff that's just not scriptural you heard stuff that's just not biblical you know yeah the Lord gonna make it happen all right okay is that is that scripture um, because then why do then why do you need to pray prayer invites heaven to do in the earth what God has already decreed the purpose of prayer is to invite God in see as it relates to the earth Genesis 126 let us make man in our image and let them have dominion over the earth this means for God to do something in the earth you have to stand in agreement with them this is why he doesn't force us into triumph he leads us into triumph and to be led into triumph here's it here it is triumph requires trust can i trust him when i can't trace him can i trust him when i'm surrounded by tribulation can i trust him when i cannot you ever had a time in your life where you were like okay what is this what, what am i supposed to do with 
this. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us. And to lead somebody, to lead somebody, this means that you're going to have to take a posture of submission. Why? Because God says, I'm going to take you on a journey, and the journey's not going to make sense to you. Because to you, it's going to feel like you're backtracking. You're not backtracking. You're just about to pick up something you didn't have. Okay, I want to talk to those of you where it feels like you're losing ground in life. You ain't losing nothing. God says, I just needed to run you back around here again because there's some stuff you needed to pick up that you did not have the first time, which means it's only win or win for you, and I'm leading you, and you may not understand my leading. It may not make sense to you. It may feel like you're losing, but that's not an option. I need you to fist bump somebody next to you and say, losing is not an option. Wrong person, because when you say that, they should put a praise behind it. Fist bump somebody else, please, and say losing is not an option. It's win or win for you. It's win or win for you. It's win or win for your business. It's win or win for your family. It... Those are my only two options. There is no other option that's available. He always leads us in triumph. Watch me, in Christ, which means this. Triumph requires traction. He says this is done in Christ. Christ is a Greek word, Christos, Hebrew word, Moshiach, Hebrew language of our Old Testament, Greek language of our New Testament. It literally means the anointed one, his anointed, the anointing. How do you get an anointing? You crush an olive. Uh-oh. He says, while I'm leading you to triumph, sometimes it's going to feel like I'm crushing you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because see, triumph means it's got to be a squabble. Okay, triumph means it's got to be a fight. See, he didn't say these were going to be sweatless victories. He just said it's going to be a victory. He didn't say you ain't going to have to fight like hell sometimes. But watch me. But you will prevail. He did not say this is going to be easy. But guess what? You got this. I, I, I wish you would sit next to somebody that had the same kind of faith you got. That can say, I don't care what it looks like. You got this. Encourage them. Touch them on the shoulder. Say, you got this. You got this. You you ain't dying like this. You're not going out like this. This is not the end of your story. Well, Bishop, he left me. Guess what? God just gave you an opportunity to upgrade. They were too low for you in the doggone first place. You can't get a superhero messing with zeros. Ready? So in Christ, which means traction. Traction means to draw or to pull. To draw or to pull, which means God says, I'm going to draw something out of you. I'm going to pull something out of you to get you to triumph. There's a you in you, David, you've never met until you get in a fight that you have to win. <laughs> you ever look back on something you did and you were like, I can't even believe that I did that. I can't even believe that I acted like that. I can't even believe that I said that, but, but it got you to victory. God says, I'm drawing something out of you. I'm pulling something out of you. Let me help everybody right now that feels overwhelmed or under pressure. That means God's putting a demand on you. He's drawing something out of you and he's pulling something out of you in order to get you to triumph. Watch me. Do not speak this. I'm just so overwhelmed. No, you're not. He's drawing something out of you. He's pulling something out of you. Stop saying, I can't do this. Shut your mouth. He's drawing something out of you. He's pulling something out of you. But I'm just sick and tired. I'm about to give up. No, you bet not. You mean to tell me you've been through all you've been through just to give up? No. 
baby bat. I need you to open up your mouth. Say, he's drawing something out of me. He's pulling something out of me. Come on, y'all. Say, he's drawing something out of me. He's pulling something out of me. There's a whole nother lady on the inside of you. There's a whole nother man on the inside of you. David, there's a whole king in you you've never met because they put you on the back with the sheep thinking it was punishment, not realizing he was drawing something out of you. He was pulling something out of you. Y'all ready? Look at me. And through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Now, let me explain your journey. Come back. Let me explain your journey. So he takes you on this journey. It doesn't make sense. See, he leads you. He, watch me. He's not forcing you. No, you don't get it. He's not forcing you. See, some of you are like, why did I even look at that house? I needed you to go in there so that I could expose you to something. Why did I go to that city? I needed you to go over there so I could expose you to something. I needed to take you over here so I could see, so you could see something. Why? Because I'm leading you. I'm not forcing you. And then I'll take you on journeys, watch me, to, so you can pick up stuff you didn't have. See, your whole life you struggled with self-worth. So I needed to show you you were a king. So that you were not looking for somebody else to validate you. You'd be able to look at yourself and say, listen, if you don't like it, if you don't want that baby pie. Revelation 5.10, and he's made us to be a king and a priest, which means I'm spiritual and successful. It's not either or, it is both and. You didn't know that. So through us, he diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge. Pay attention to the verse. God says, everywhere I take you, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something for you. But see, watch me. But when you get over here next to AJ, what you're doing, pay attention, is see, he needs to see a win. Y'all ain't listening to me. And this win, watch me, this win is a witness. Y'all better talk. See, see, you're like, God, why did I even have to go to that job? I can't stand none of them people. Because they need to get the fragrance of what a winner feels like. They need to see God. God, why you got my business in the street? He needed somebody to see what it's like to go from the gutter. I don't need you to be ashamed of your story. I need you to embrace your story. Don't be ashamed of what you've been through. Don't be ashamed of what you had to go through. You need to say, yeah, I went through it, but God got me back. I went through it, but my win is a witness. He diffused his fragrance everywhere I went. So watch me. And your family, and your family, they needed to get your fragrance. Come here, some of you singers. Hurry up. Come here, some of you singers. They needed to get your fragrance. Thank you. Thank you. See, watch me. God put you around some people. Watch me. You can't do what they do, but they need to see a win. See, some of you, watch me. Let me tell you what's going to happen in the next four months. You're about to be around new people and new environments and new circumstances. And, and you knew new was on the way. I'm just here to confirm the new that you knew was already on the way. Why? God says, watch me. You can't do what they do, but watch what you got they don't have. You got a crown. You got a win that they've never experienced. You got a win that they've never had. I need you to touch somebody. Say, your win is a witness. 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 Social media needs to see somebody come from the bottom and not a... Somebody, social media needs to see a Christian get that money. Oh, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? They need to see a Christian get... Y'all ain't going to... 
They need to see somebody doing it God's way and winning. I'm sick of people saying that it doesn't serve, it doesn't pay to serve the Lord. Yes, it does. The goodness and your faithfulness is about to pay off and your consistency is about to pay off and your diligence is about to pay off and you not giving up is about to pay off and you dealing with some stanky folk that have bad attitudes is about to It's getting ready to happen. Let's go. Let's go. Tonight's, tonight's, tonight's message is called this. Tonight's message is how to win no matter what you are in. Say how to win no matter what I'm in. Winning is like a good recipe. Now, I can't cook, but I like watching Food Network, Prophet. I literally, I can't cook. Breakfast is all you're going to get out of me. I'm going to give you some French toast. I'm going to give you some eggs. I'm going to give you some grits. You know, I'm going to give you some chicken. I'm trying to, you know, change it up. That's all you're getting out of me. One time I invited my family over and, and I called myself cooking. And I used to be able to cook. I invited them over and I made this cake. And uh, the cake was more like cornbread. And I said, I made this pasta Alfredo and all that. It was awful. So when I watch Food Network, vicariously, I'm living through them. Anybody else like that? Like, you can't do it like him, but you thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the four honest people in the room. Rest of y'all, come on now. Just because you like it. Don't me okay, now I'm just playing. All right. So winning is like a good recipe. Watch me. It works every time and everywhere if you follow the recipe. Hear me. The recipes don't work because of who's cooking. The recipes work because of what they're cooking with. So tonight, I got to make sure I give you what you need to win. Because some of you keep saying, but I'm too young. Oh, I'm going to give you the recipe. I'm too old. Oh, I'm finna, you ain't, watch me, you're just the right age. Well, I'm a woman, and it ain't going to work for me. Oh, no, you're just the right one. Well, I, my ethnicity, my background, you are just the right one. So let me give you this recipe. Let me give you this recipe. First Peter 1.17. And remember that our Heavenly Father, to whom you pray, has no favorites. He will judge a reward according to what you do. Now, that's deep. Because God says, listen, you keep thinking I'm giving them something that I refuse to give you. The only difference is they're using a recipe. You're not. You making macaroni and cheese from the box. They're making it from scratch. I don't know about you, but ain't nothing more disgusting than some box macaroni and cheese. I'm out, here you go. I'm not giving you $8 for that. I want all of my money back. You ready? You ready? You keep thinking, well, Look at me, because even Christians will say, well, God's just got his hand on them in a different way than you. Look at the screen. He has no favorites. So if he has no favorites, when I see him doing something for somebody else, no need to get jealous. No need to get upset. I stretch my hands and say, the same God that did it for that one is the same God that can do it for this one. I hope you ain't sitting next to a jealous person. I hope you ain't sitting next to a hater because haters get benched. I hope you sit next to somebody that says, I ain't mad at nobody. I just want to get mine. Come on. I ain't mad at nobody. I just want to see them do it for me. The same God that did it for another is the same God that'll do it for because he judges or rewards based on what you do. And Wednesday in this morning, online only, I talked to the first th two things you need. Number one, you need desire. Jeremiah 10, 19. Woe is me because of my hurt. My wound is grievous, but I said, truly this is an affliction and I must bear it. So the first thing you need if you're going to win, you need the desire to win. Say, God, give me the desire to win. 
Uh, you got to say it with authority, though. You can't say it. You can't say it weak. You got it? You got to say it with authority. Say, God, give me the desire to win. Say that thing like this whole week you about to be taking them down. Say, God, give me the desire to win. Everything that had you panicking today, you about to pivot and about to prosper this week. Here it is. So Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet because Jeremiah's assignment often causes him to weep. He wants more for the people he's leading than they want for themselves. And so often you see Jeremiah in this internal battle. Every called and anointed person, hear me. If you have not yet doubted you're called, you're not. I'll back it up because you missed it. Let me say this to every called and anointed person. If you have not doubted your call, then you're not. The called always doubt the call like, this maybe ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I need to go do something else. Watch me. Just because it's his will does not mean it's going to be easy for you to do. So Jeremiah says, God, these people I've got to lead. He says, woe is me for my wound. It's grievous. And I said, truly, this is an affliction, but I must bear it. That's what happens. The first part of the verse, woe is me, victim mentality. That's, that may have been your mentality up until tonight. From this moment forward, your mentality is, I desire to win. Listen, you are not a victim. You are a victor. You're not being overcome, you're an overcomer. You are never at the bottom. You're always at the top. You are never last. You're always the first. This has to be your mentality because if you do not have the desire to win, every win you get will be on accident. Watch Jeremiah. You cannot whine and win. Hear me, Atlanta. Pick one. We don't need to hear your sob story. You ain't the only woman been hurt. You ain't the only man been done wrong. You're not the only person some people walked out on. Guess what? Get the t-shirt, join the club, and keep it moving. Touch somebody on the shoulder and say, pick one, pick one. You're going to whine or you're going to win. We tired of hearing about your baby daddy. You're going to whine or you're going to win. We tired of hearing about what your mama didn't do. You're going to whine or you're going to win. We tired of hearing about what your ex did. Baby, you can't see what's in front of you because you're still stuck on who's behind you. Pick one. Pick one. Can't whine and win. Second thing I taught you that you need this morning is discipline. Say discipline. Discipline is not a dirty word. I'm grateful that my mother... She, it only took one time for her to get me together as a kid. And she never had a problem with me from that day. I was determined to bring her joy from that day on. You ready? Discipline. 1 Corinthians 9.25. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. He says, now every athlete goes into training and competes in the games is what? Discipline and exercises what? Self-control in what? All things. That's the problem right there. Because you want to win over here, but your discipline lacks over here. You don't recognize that they're connected. Because you create a mentality that says, it's all right. Is this one day? Is this one time? Is this one thing? And then one turns into two, which turns into three, which turns into four, which turns into five, which turns into six, which turns into a month, which turns into a quarter, which turns into a... 180 days, which turns into 365 days, which turns into a decade. And now you look back over your life and you're, watch me, you missed wins because you wouldn't be disciplined. Hear me. And that's over for you. Uh-uh. I pray God, watch me, you're going to get a supernatural grace tonight to be disciplined. I prophesy stuff you struggled with up until tonight. Let me just say, your struggle's about to be 
over. Oh my God. Make sure you sit next to somebody that expects God to move tonight. Lift your hands, open your mouth, say, God, give me the grace to be disciplined in every area of my life. You ain't going to slack in any area. You're not going to lack in any area. You're not going to fall back, fall down, pull back in any area. You will be disciplined in all things. So let me give you, I gave you the first two this morning online and on Wednesday. Let me give you the last three. Can I give you There's only three more. Only three more. All right. This is what you need to win. Number one is what? Desire. Say, I'm winning. Period. I love it. Say, I'm winning. I'm winning. Period. Period. Point, blank. Point blank. Bottom line. Bottom Number two, you need what? Discipline. What is discipline? I keep doing the right thing for the right reason, even if I get the wrong result. When I first, so I lost now, it's like 125 something pounds. And when I, praise God. And listen, and, and, and look, now when I was in, I call that my juicy form, when I was juicy, when I was juicy, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't bad. I, I was good. I looked like a middle linebacker, you know. I was good. I, but I said, God, I want to live long. I don't want to be a preacher who's tired. And <gasps> I said, I do not want to be doing that. I said, I do not want to be. And just, I didn't, that's not what I wanted to be. I said, I don't want to do that. I don't want to only be able to preach once on a Sunday, not because of logistical reasons, but because of internal reasons. Right? So I said, I don't want to do that. So uh, I, I, I began to change my diet. I did a whole webinar about it, master class about it. Changed my diet, all of that. I was first 75 in three months, lost 95 in a few months after that, and then now it's like 125. So I never had worked out before. You can clap for that. Listen, for those of you dealing with weight loss issues, let me just say, I understand the struggle. And don't you let nobody tell you that. Listen, I get that that can be difficult. Everybody wasn't born skinny. Some of us were born with abundance and overflow, huh? So I understand. So I understand. So I totally understand that. Because I tried. I tried Slim Slow, Slim Fast, Atkins, Protein Power, eat all the carbs, don't eat no carbs, have them but water, drink a bunch of milk. I tried everything. Everything they had out there, I tried it. And none of it ever worked for me. One day, on a 21-day Daniel Fast, and I watched this documentary. The documentary is not even on Netflix anymore. Can't even find it. And I changed my eating that day. Now I had one more papadol platter, and then I changed my eating after that. Because I'm like, if I'm going to be disciplined, I'm going to go out with a bang. You ready? And so I made the change. And so, and so during coronavirus, uh, everything changed. I went from always in suits and stuff all the time and all of that to super casual all the time. And so um, I, I went to go preach in Huntsville, Alabama, and I went to put on a suit because it was, a, it was, a, it was a, for leaders and stuff like that. And they had a formal event. So I went to put on a suit. Y'all, I put one leg, pant leg in, and I was like, <laughs> then I put the other one on. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and they stopped like right about here. And said, we ain't going no further. <laughs> We've come as far as we can go. So I was like, okay, God, I got to do something about this. And let me, can I be honest about the reason? Okay, thank you for the four people. Can I be honest? I'll just lie to you there. My real issue was that I said, I'm not buying all new clothes. I said, so you're going to fit in what you have. Because we ain't doing new clothes. 
So February of 2021, I was like, I need to go in the gym. I just got to go in the gym. I was like, that's what I got to do. I've, I've changed my eating. I've changed my diet. Look at me. That discipline is taking me as far as it can take me. Which means for my next win, my discipline has to increase. And for some of you all, watch me, you're like, I'm doing everything. Maybe you're going to have to increase what you're doing. Because to get to your next win, it's going to require a greater level of discipline. If you want greater, it requires greater. The price is the price. Elbow somebody next to you say, the price is the price. You want greater, it's going to be greater. So, so I started going to the gym. And I told her, I said, Lord, I don't want to go to no gym. I said, I don't even, I don't like gyms. I don't like the way they smell. I said, and I build muscle real fast. I said, I don't want to be walking around, you know. Praise the Lord, everybody. Shalom, everybody. Like, I was like, I want my neck. I said, I said, just said I'm not, not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So I went into the gym. And I, the first day, I, y'all, I sweat in a way I didn't know it was possible to sweat. I sweat from places I didn't know sweat could produce. I was sweating. Watch me. I went, I was like, God, I don't like this. I do not like this. I do not like this. And so then, can I, be, can I keep it 100? Okay, y'all don't want the truth. So then I started researching other ways. I said, well, maybe I'm going to need this to get some surgery or something or something because this is, this is too much. This is too much. And so, and so I'm going, and, it, and so then I changed my prayer. I said, Lord, um, give me the desire and the discipline. To love the gym. And every morning I'd wake up, I'd say, I love the gym. And I'd walk, as I'd walk from my home, I'd, I'd walk down to the gym, just saying, as I'm walking down to the gym, I said, I love the gym. And I love to work out. And when I walked in there and I smelled that smell that I hated, I would say, and I love this. Why? Because my desire is to win. So my disciplines have to be in alignment with my desire to win. I pray that tonight, whatever you hate doing, he give you a love for it. If it's necessary for you to win, I pray God make you love it. Oh, my God. Some of y'all keep saying, but I don't want to do that. It ain't about what you want. Do you want to win or not? Because the price is the price. Here's the, thir- here's the third thing. Here's the third thing. Remember. Say remember. So, so, so this is the third thing you need to win. Psalm 144 and 1. A psalm of David. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war. And my fingers for battle. Watch me. God says, I've been training you for this. And I need you to remember your training. I like watching documentaries about um, planes that crash. And let me tell you why I like watching documentaries about planes that crash. One, so that I know the signs to look for. Listen. But number two, I like watching documentaries about planes that crash because there's a lot of leadership lessons. Do you know the number one reason planes crash? It's not because of mechanical failure. It's because pilots, when they're under pressure, they forget their training. And for some of you all, you've been training for years. And now that you're under a little pressure, you start to forget what you've been trained to do. David said, blessed be the Lord my rock who trains my hands for for war and my fingers for battle. Now let's break the verse down. Hands there means my hands are open to receive something. Watch me. God says, I've been training you so you can receive something. Let me see if I can say it another way. I've been training you to prepare you for what it is you prayed for because what you prayed for is going to require you to have an open hand. 
This is why you couldn't get selfish. This is why you couldn't get stingy. This is why you couldn't clap back when you wanted to clap back. Why? I've been training you to keep your hands open. Everybody in the building, everybody online, say, God, I'm open and I'm ready. I'm open and I'm ready. And I train you for war. What is war? Hostile encounters. God says, every time folk acted crazy with you, that was me. You miss me. He says, I've been training you through hostile encounters. You said that was the devil. That wasn't the devil. That's why she can only get but so close. They can only get but so close. They can only do but so much. Why? God says, I've been training you, and I've been training you with hostile encounters. Is there anybody in this room tonight, anybody online that can say, I've been dealing with some hostility. I've been dealing with some hostile situations. Some people acting crazy with me. I didn't know why. Popping off at the mouth of me, and they don't even know I ain't from here. Elbow somebody next to you and say, it was God. It was God. Uh-uh. Everybody didn't do it. Everybody didn't do it. Elbow somebody say, it was God. It I've been training you with hostile encounters, hostile conversations, hostile emails. Hostile text messages. Your children raising up on you. Who am I? Hostility. Hostility. God says, I've been training you with hostile encounters. Which is why I let them go so far and then said, now that's enough. God did you like Job. You can do this and this and this, but you can't do that. I'm so glad I got a God that knows just how far to take me. I'm so glad I got a God that knows he may get me to the edge, but he ain't going to let me fall off the edge. Is there anybody that's grateful that you got a God that knows don't go too far because there might be some smoke in the city. Lift your hands, worship God that you got a God that cares about you and he won't let him take you too far. Say yes, Lord. Say it, y'all. Say yes, Lord. Look at me. Let me look at this next one. It trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. This means unexpected engagements. Okay. He says, I, I train you through hostile situations, hostile encounters, and unexpected engagements. What does this mean? Engagement means I wasn't expecting this. You ever got a call you were not you ever been done dirty by a friend and you were not? You ever walked in thinking it's going to be the best day of your work week? And then about 30 minutes in, you're like, this here. You ever woke up full of joy and then a couple hours into the day, you were like, I'm just going to lay down and take a nap. I've had enough of today. I've had enough. Anybody? anybody? I've had enough. I've, I've had enough. Putting your phone on do not disturb and it's 9.45 in the morning. Just about, I've had enough. Tell them I'm unavailable. God says, I trained you. You ready? If you don't shout, watch me. If you don't shout, you'll miss it. I trained you with unexpected to get you ready for the unexpected. I don't like how none of y'all responded, but I saw somebody got it over here. I trained you with the unexpected. Come here, Ray. Because I'm going to get you ready for the unexpected. That way, when I drop this blessing on you, you're going to be like, but baby, I trained for this. Oh, my God. When I open this business for you, I trained for this. When I put that check in your hand, I This one, two or three people say, I trained for this. I trained for this. I trained for this. He, he let me deal with the unexpected. So I'd expect the unexpected. Woo! 
Grab a seat. Grab a seat. We almost there. We almost there. We almost there. We almost. And your phone's about to ring. And your name's about to be brought up. And your email's about to give you the answer. And the answer's about to show up within 24 hours. I wish. I said I wish I had somebody. He's been training me with the unexpected. Because he's about to give me the unexpected. And one phone call will change your life. And one email will change your life. And one opportunity will change your life. Please touch somebody on the shoulder and say, expect the unexpected. <laughs> and it's getting ready to happen. Go right there with me. And it's getting ready to happen. Let me. He says, I trained you, YouTube, Facebook. I trained you with unexpected. I let people call you with crazy stuff right before you got to preach. Just a random, random thing, I don't know. So that you can expect the unexpected. So that way you're never caught off guard. Why? I train your hands for war and your fingers for battle. What does fingers mean? It means the details, which means you can give me bad news at 4 or 5. I'll have a new plan by 4.15. Well, the people in the building, well, you got some bad news at one moment, but because you've been training, you were like, I ain't never scared. I know exactly what to do. I know exactly how to handle it. And he's been training you. And he's been training you. And he's been training you. Look at somebody say, he's been training you. Remember your training. You got this. Uh, I need faith in the room. Look at somebody say, you got this. You got this. Don't forget your training. Somebody shout, remember. We're almost done. Look at me. The training makes us more spiritual and more successful. Everybody listening. If you grew up in church, you maybe were taught a false dichotomy of choice. What do you mean, Bishop? If you're going to do for the Lord, you're going to struggle. The devil and his mama are a whole lot. You ready? You ready? Let me show you the Bible. Revelation 5.10 says, and he has made us. How did he make you? He trained you. God says, watch me. He made you this. He makes you this by training you for this. And I don't need you to forget your training and stop acting like the queen you are to get in street fights. I don't need you to forget your training and forget the king you are and get involved in street fights. I need you to look at people who mean you evil and say, do what you got to do and do it quickly. Because I got to, I got a, I got an appointment. I got, I got something. I got to. I pray whatever they're going to do, God makes them get it done quickly. Why? I ain't got time to sit up and go back and forth with you about this. If you're with me, be with me. If you're not, get to step in. And if it ain't no curb, I'll build one and What did he make you? What did he make you? Kings and priests. 
What does this mean? You're spiritual and successful. Look at me. There is nothing ungodly about doing well unless you think doing well is your God. If you think the brand name you got on makes you better than somebody else, if you think, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me, if you think what you're driving makes you better than some, I've seen a whole lot of crazy folk with a whole lot of money. That's why the Bible says he makes us prosperous. What does that mean? Shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking all as well. You don't need to have money and be crazy. Y'all ain't going to talk. You, you don't need to have stuff, but people don't even want to be bothered with you. You don't want to have stuff and hate going home because you got to be back. So he's kings and priests, which means we're spiritual and successful. We can pray and we can slay. I can go up in tongues in this building and I can speak in the tongues of the boardroom tomorrow. We are kings and priests. Would you just look at the person next to you, man or woman, whatever, and just say king or queen. Say, pleasure to meet you, king or queen. Okay, but... And you're not just a king, you're a priest. That means you're spiritual. That means if you got to walk the flow, let's walk the flow. That means if I got to clap until the enemy gets up out of here, I'll clap. That means if I got to shout, I'll shout. I'm a king and a priest. I'm a king and a priest. I'm a king and a priest. Somebody say both of them. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Number, number one, desire. Number two, discipline. Number three, Remember, remember all your training. Here's number four. Only five. We're out of here. Number four, eat. <laughs> now, some of y'all are like, I know Bishop prophesy. I'm trying to figure out right now where I'm about to go. Now, all the people, now, all the people around me, be quiet. All the people around, all the people, all the people around me, because I'm into this, I'm, you know, like, I'm so like, you know, I'm into this gym thing now. So, like, I'm all in. Like, when I go in, I go in. When I'm into something, I go all the way in. I don't half step. 99 and a half. It just won't do it. I, I'm not, I don't know how to half do something. If I'm going to do it, I go all in. And so, they'll say to me, they'll say, sir, you need to eat. I say, I had a smoothie. And they'll say, sir, that's not enough. In harvest language, we say, that ain't no enough. They said, that's not enough. You need to eat something. I said, listen, I, I didn't eat already, and, and I don't need to, you know, and all that. And, and, and so even today, one of the top questions was, we're going to be done, you know, church started at the time you stopped eating. I don't eat after six. So they said, so how do you want me to get this food? Do you, you know, you, you, I said, I'm good. I said, I'm going to have a smoothie, and I'm probably going to have another smoothie, and I'm good. My mother, who I love, and I, and I mentioned her because because God used her in such a great way um, to, to make me into. Matter of fact, you need to thank God for the people that made you into. Watch me. Even the ones that did you wrong. Learn how to thank God for your Judases. Because they made you. And so she'll send me all these articles and stuff. And I say, I'm not reading all this. She'll send me all these videos and all this stuff. You got to eat more. You got to eat more. You just need to eat. And maybe you eat. And I said... Don't send me down to my eating. I'm going to silence you. Don't send me down. Watch me. Look at the neighbor say, but you need to eat. Numbers 14.9. Let me tell you what you're going to eat, though. Because some of you, this is not literal food. See, if I'm in a battle, I can't be malnourished. 
If I'm in a fight, I cannot be malnourished. And for some of you tonight, watch me. The word that's coming forth is the bread you need. Look at me. It says, now this is, this is Joshua and Caleb speaking to the children of Israel. Quick story. Twelve spies that are leaders go into the promised land to spy it out. Two of them come back with a good report. But anytime I see a two, that means I'm about to witness something. The other ten said, we can't do it. Joshua and Caleb were like, yes, we can. Ten were like, we're about to lose. Ten were like, it's win or win. I need to know if you are Joshua and Caleb or you're the ten. I'll know by your praise. One, two, three, go. I... Where the Joshua's at? Where the Caleb's at? I'll know if those are your options by your praise. On three, release a shout of victory. One, two, three. Say it's win or win for me. Look at the screen. Look at the screen. So Joshua tells them, do not fear the people of the land. They are our bread. Lena, 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 listen, 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 listen. Joshua's like, we need to eat before we fight. Well, what are you going to eat? My enemies. See, the hate you give keeps me on fire. The, you running your mouth keeps me on fire. You talking about me keeps me on fire. I'm going to tell some of y'all, God's been feeding you and you didn't even know it. He's been giving you that good, good bread. He's been making sure you eat well. Please touch somebody on the shoulder. Say, go eat. You talking about, I don't want to see what they said. No, go look, go eat. You talking about, I don't want to see them. No, go look at them dead in the face and say, Shalom, how you doing? I'm about to eat. They are our every no bread for you. Every we ain't ready for you yet, bread for you. You ain't gonna be able to do it, bread for you. You gotta go, bread for you. We're gonna fire you, bread for you. You're gonna lose the car, bread for you. I can't do it no more, bread for you. Every time they walk out, it's bread for you. Every time you feel like you're ready to give up, bread for you. Every time the enemy tells you it ain't gonna work, it's bread for you. Please, you're gonna talk to your neighbor two more times tonight. Elbow up and say, please go eat. Now, now this is this the best part of the verse, Shannon. The best part of the verse is right here. Their protection has departed from them. Y'all remember in Independence Day when they fired the shots at the spaceship, the alien spaceships, and the shots didn't get through because they had shields. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Watch me, starting on September 9th when we were here for Friday Night Fire, here it is, look at the verse. God says, I'm gonna take their shields down. The shots you fired in August didn't work, but shoot again this month. Oh my God, what you tried last month didn't work, but try again this month. What you tried last year didn't work, try again. Can you lay your hands on yourself? Say, try again, try again. Apply for it again. Make the call again. Send the email again. Go after the job again. Why? Their shields are gone. Look at the verse. Look at the verse. He says, he says, he says, their protection has departed from them. 
In other words, it's true. When you tried, it didn't work. That's true. But you and I have two options. So God says, I'm taking their shields down. See, that supervisor has been untouchable until this week. Uh-oh, I just heard this. Can y'all free me up? Can y'all free me up? Say, go, Bishop. Yeah, that ex that's been giving you trouble with, with custody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Their shields are about to come down. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my The bank told you no. Go back and apply this week. Their shields. Their shields are down. Couldn't find a piece of property. Look this week. Their shields are down. Oh my God. <laughs> Say their shields are down. And the Lord is with us. And the Lord is with us. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I only got, I only got one more to give you. I only got one more to give you. Look at me. I told you you're going to touch your, touch your neighbor. Mr. Bowman, why do you have us say so much? Why do you have us touch your neighbor? Listen to me. These aren't preaching gimmicks. Look at me. They're spiritual principles. Proverbs 18 21. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. You keep wanting somebody to speak over you, but you won't say nothing. Open up. I don't need I don't need a prophecy. I'll speak to myself. I don't need, if you don't lay hands on me, I'm good. I'll speak to my. So for those of you that won't say nothing, that's why you don't see nothing. Because you got power in your mouth. So when I have you to speak, Atlanta, I'm trying to get you to speak over your life. I don't need you to say nothing to me. I'll say it to myself. And these next, see, sometimes you got to do like David, encourage yourself. You just got to look in the mirror. And these next four months going to be my best four months. And my next four going to be my best four. And no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. And every time they rise in judgment, it is condemned. And no weapon that forms against me shall prosper. Every time that rises in judgment, it is condemned. I'm the head, not the tail. Above only, not waiting on you I'll say it myself watch this but why do I have you touch your neighbor listen why I don't like touching people well let me help you with that wherever two or three touch agreeing in anything what does he promise it shall be done for them so this right now is not about what you feel this right now is about getting you some wins. So if you're not the touching type, I understand, but I need you to get in here because I guess I guarantee you this. By the time you see me next time, you're going to have a list of wins. Bishop, let me tell you what happened when I left Sunday Night Live. Bishop, let me tell you what happened. So touch your neighbor and say, and the Lord is with you. And he's fighting for 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 you. And he. Woo. Look at the last part. Last part. I only got to get. Come on, we got to go. We got to go. Look at this last part. Don't be scared of them. 
Don't be scared to open your mail. Don't be scared to read that email. Don't be scared on that job. Don't be scared when you're sitting in the room and they saying, we don't know if we're going to be able to make it happen. Uh-oh, I just heard this. Don't be scared when you go to the doctor this week. He's healing your body now. Oh, my God. Woo, somebody said, and I will not fear. You ready? Let me. So number one, desire. Number two, discipline. Number three, remember. Number four, eat. Oh, there's another part to this one. Psalm 23 and 5. You treat me to a feast. You've heard this verse, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I like the way CEV says it. You treat me to a feast. While my enemies watch. Let me tell you why he didn't kill them. They wouldn't be able to see. Let me tell you why he didn't shut them down. He says, I want them to have a front row. Give me a chair. Give me a chair. I want them to have a front row seat to see you do everything they said you wouldn't do. To see, God says, I got them sitting right there. And they look and they don't ever like. They scroll and they don't ever say nothing. But they know all your whereabouts. They know you were Bishop Foreman tonight. And they know that your next four about to be your best four months ever. God says, God says, I'm going to make them watch. I'm going to make them watch. And what are you eating? Them. I'm going to make them watch you take what they meant for evil and it feeds you. They think they're hurting you. What they don't know is they hurt themselves when they mess with you. You ready? You honor me as your guest and you fill my cup you ready? Not until it's filled. Bring me a, open this one. Open this one. You fill my cup. You fill my cup until it what? Now, it seems wasteful. I need a cup to pour this into. It seems wasteful. In other words, God says, what I'm going to do for you, hear me, Atlanta, in these next four months, you're going to say, well, I don't really need all of that. Uh-uh, you ain't got enough faith. I'm going to come over here. You're going to say, I really don't need all of that. I, I really, I really don't need all of that. that that's really too much. That's, that's really more than enough. But my cup overflows. Oh, my God. I need you to look at somebody next to you and say, an overflow is your portion. Uh-uh, wrong one. I told you, if you say something like that and they don't put a praise behind it, you got the wrong one. Come on, somebody say, an overflow is your portion. Say, and your cup runs over. Say, and your cup runs over. This is going to be the rest of your year. Oh, oh, and your cup and your finances and your faith and your peace of mind and your strength and your energy shall overflow. Let's go to work. Last one. Last one. 
Last one. Shout overflow. And I heard the Lord say for you, lift your hands, lift your hands. I heard the Lord say for you, what you have been praying about consistently and not seeing answers and results to, it starts for you, listen carefully, within 24 hours. Oh, it's been a consistent fight, but it's about to be a consistent. Now don't get jealous, you can speak it too. Touch somebody, say within 24 hours, it starts for me. Come on, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Number one, what do you need to win? Desire. Number two, what do you need to win? Discipline. Number three, what do you need? Remember. Number four, what? Eat. Here's number five. Cheat. Now, I know what some of you are saying, but Bishop, we're Christian people. And if you're not saved in a few minutes, you're going to be saved. You didn't come here tonight to leave the same way you came. Hear me. I know what you're thinking. Bishop, we're Christian people. We're not supposed to cheat. We're supposed to play it by the book. You a lie. I want to go through the same thing everybody else goes through. I don't. What's the purpose of favor then? What's the purpose of breakthrough then? What's the purpose of having God on your side? If I got to go through the same process as everybody else, then that means that means there's a problem. I serve a supernatural God. That means it ain't natural for me. Somebody say, I'm getting ready to cheat. I'm very competitive, Atlanta. Look at me. I'm very competitive, Facebook. I'm very competitive, YouTube. I don't lose. If I'm playing tic-tac-toe with my nieces, I can tell you something. I'm going to let them win one game, DeShannon, because Uncle loves his nieces. But after that, you can rest assured, or you're going to lose. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like to lose because it is my desire and my intention to win. Look, look, look at me. Look, look at me. Look at me. Here's what you're going to do in just a moment. Say, I'm about to cheat. Thank you. Say, I'm about to cheat. Look, look at the scripture. Look at the scripture on the screen. Look at the scripture on the screen. This is what you're going to do. Now, I, I, need you, I need you to pay attention to something as it relates to the verse. There's something called biblical numerology, which is called gematria. Gematria is the spiritual significance of numbers in the Bible. I've already told you that two means witness. Now, I just want you to pay attention to this verse because this verse is your year. Some of y'all looking confused. It's on the screen. I give you open book test. Somebody say, this is my verse. Say, this is my verse for my 2022. We cheating the rest of the year. 
if the line is here, I'm finna be up here. Oh my God. If you say I gotta stand over there, I'm gonna be over there. I'm about to have my deck stacked. Look at somebody say, I'm cheating the rest of the year. Well, Bishop, Bishop, what, what in the world do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean you're gonna cheat? Here's what the Bible says the moment. You said, Bishop, y'all, y'all loud at harvest. Well, if you don't like noise, you're going to hate heaven. So there's another option available. Bible says all day long, angels are singing songs. It's about holy, 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 all day. It's a concert all day. It is the original Tyler Perry films with 44 songs all day. So if you don't like noise, you got to hear me. You not go- God is attracted to noise. That's why David said, watch me, the psalmist said, make a joyful noise. He said, it doesn't even have to sound good. It just has to be from you. Hear me, Atlanta. God says, I hear each of my sons and daughters' voices individually. So it's nice that the people on your row I hear, but I need to hear from you. Because your winds require your voice. And some of you may be saying, well, Bishop, I don't believe in all of that. Well, that's because it's spiritual. See, it's not intellectual. It's a spiritual thing. So the moment you try to intellectualize something that is spiritual, you're going to mess yourself up because you're trying to put God in a box like God has to operate according to your rules. So I'm about to teach you how to cheat. Say, Bishop, give me the cheat code. Here it is. The moment they began their shouts and praises. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I like that y'all ready to go. We about to go there. But listen, the moment. So the moment you started tonight, heaven said, what is that? What they doing down there in Atlanta? They ain't shouting for the Falcons. What they doing down there in Atlanta? It, it sounds like that's the sound of a war cry for victory. It sounds like that's the sound of somebody that's ready to win. It sounds like that's the sound of somebody that's ready to go in. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let me teach you the rest of the cheat code. Let me teach you the rest of the cheat code. This is the moment they began their shouts and praises. The Lord, who? Set ambushes against the men of Ammon. Jehoshaphat is king of Judah, and three groups come against him. I'm going to explain your life. Three groups of people come against him. It's amazing the people who will get together to come against you. It's amazing the people who will click up to come against you. It's amazing the people who will have meetings about you. These three groups of people never, ever worked together until it was time to take you down. They never even liked one another until it was time. It's amazing the people you bring together. It's, they didn't even like one another. Three groups of people. We got to go. Three groups of people. The men of Ammon. Ammon in Hebrew, language of Old Testament, it means hidden. There's been some hidden enemies. And you've been trying to figure out where is this coming from? Because some of y'all got people praying against you. And you're trying to figure out why does it seem like every time, everybody don't want to see you win. 
It's even some Christians. That's why Harvest, hear me. We are not the type of church that tears one another down. We're the type of church that lifts one another up. If you want to tear one another down and be some mean junkyard Christian, go somewhere else because we ain't about that at Harvest. We build one another up. Look at me. Look at me. Hidden. There's some hidden. There's some hidden. You're like, where this coming from? It's hidden. It's hidden. And your shout makes it show itself. Oh my God. Your shout makes it reveal itself. So you keep saying, where is this depression coming from? Where is this anxiety coming from? How am I doing good for months and then all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere? It's because you got some ammonites. You got some hidden stuff that the only way it reveals itself is when you shout it out. Look at the second one. Look at the second one. Look at the Moab. Say Moab. We're about to go. It means generational curses. There's some stuff that has been assigned to take you down. It got your mama. It got her mama. It got her mama. It got your daddy. It got his daddy. It got your... Matter of fact, if you look at your bloodline, you will see that there's common threads of failure and everybody else, look at me, until you were born. Because when you were born, the curse breaker was born. This is why some of them can't stand you, but they can't deny that God is with you. It's why some of them can't stand you, but they can't deny that you're the one breaking the curses. This is why they talk about you, but they know they're better because of you. Look at the third one. This is the last one. This is the last one. And Mount Seir. Look at me. Mount Seir is the mountain. Y'all remember when the children of Israel came out 430 years of bondage? The Bible says they walked around one mountain for 40 years. One, two mountains, one, three mountains. Walked around one mountain for 40 years. You know the name of that mountain? Mount Seir. So watch me. What's the third group of people? They're past circles and cycles. How I know God's about to do something new? Because the past comes a calling. Because the past comes a knocking. When the past shows up, that means God's about to do something in your present. And I need for you to know how to recognize the past. And I need you to learn how to say, there's a reason you're in my past. Every past circle, every past cycle. All of these three groups, the hidden things, the hidden witches and warlocks playing against you. And they nosy. They ask you a lot of questions that ain't none of their business. Generational curses. It got everybody else in your bloodline. If you look at certain marriages, there's, there's generational stuff. You got folk married and can't stand to be married. Uh-oh. Got quiet right there. And then we'll be miserable in the name of God. The devil is a lie. What God has joined together, let no man put us under. Question is, who did that? We got quiet there. That'll be the next one. You ready? Listen, listen. There are hidden issues, generational curses, past circles and cycles. All three of them ganged up to come against Judah. You ready? So as far as Judah is concerned, Judah's like, what are we going to do? Watch me. We can't go back because of where we're located geographically. Over here is the, are the Ammonites. Up here are the Moabites. Over here, the people from Mount Seir. We have no options. We don't know what we're going to do. 
And in 2 Chronicles, Jehoshaphat calls a fast. And when we get to 2022, it's right here. It's right here. The verse is prophesied. And when we get to 2022, God says, you about to cheat. Because they think you about to come with knives and swords and lawyers and this and that. I ain't coming with all of that. I'm about to release a shout and a praise that's about to cheat for me. And every one of my enemies will be defeated. On three, I need you to cheat. One, two, three. Cheat, cheat. 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 This is how I fight my battles. 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 This is how I fight my. Cheat. 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 Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. In the building and online. Everybody stand. That thing is good to me. Everybody stand. I'm going to cheat. We're going to cheat. We're going to cheat. And you're going to get the house. How you got it? I cheated. And you're going to get the opportunity. How did you get it? I cheated. And God's going to open the door. How you get it? I cheated. <laughs> and you're going to pay off all your debts. How you pay your debts off? I cheated. That's what I did. Run tell that. Run tell that. <laughs> I cheated. I cheated. I need you to look at three people and say, let's cheat. 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 Let's. Look at me. Go back to the verse. Everybody stand. We're going, we're going home. Everybody stand. We're done. Everybody stand. Look at the verse. Second Chronicles 2022. God says, for the first eight months of this year, you've been playing by the book. You've been, well, they said I got to do this. Well, they said I got to do this. Well, they said do it like that. Well, they said do it like this. God says, you didn't read the verse that was assigned to this year. <laughs> this ain't a year you go by the book. This is a year you cheat. How'd you get the job and they didn't? I cheated. When you were sitting there being quiet, I was releasing a shout. This ain't for everybody, but the altar is open for my radical people in the building. The altar is open for my radical people in the building. I just need some people that's gonna cheat with me. Get down to this stage. Lift up your hands, open up your mouth, and release a praise. Go, go, go. 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 
all. And when they begin to shout and praise, and when they begin to shout and praise, Just the voices. Just the voices. Just the voices. Cheat. Cheat. The more you cheat, the more you gonna win. The more you shout and praise. It's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. Yeah! 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 <laughs> hands lifted. Hands lifted. Hands lifted. Hands lifted. Hands lifted. Cheat. Come on, in the building and online. Just cheat. Bishop, you don't know the news I got. Cheat. Bishop, you don't know the pressure I'm under. Cheat. I ain't fighting you. I'm going to shout you down. I'm not going to go back and forth with no ninja. I will shout you down. Just cheat. Rota mama mana na masaya. Roto seke andra babase. Roto seke andra basaya. Come on, y'all, we gotta go. But there's another push in the room. We're about to go. But there's another push in the room. There's another push in the room. Touch somebody on the shoulder. Touch somebody on the shoulder, wherever you're at. Touch somebody on the shoulder wherever you're at. Sometimes, sometimes when what you're dealing with is complicated and difficult, you need inside help. You need somebody to help you cheat. What do you mean cheat, Bishop? They didn't fight them. They shouted them down. I just want you to take 30 seconds and we're done. 30 seconds in this building and at home, I need you to tag somebody. Touch them on the shoulder. Don't lay hands on nobody's head. Follow my instructions. Don't lay hands on nobody's chest. Don't touch their stomach. Touch only their shoulder. And for 30 seconds, I want you, watch me, I want you to pray for them, then praise for them. For the first 15 seconds, you're going to pray that they begin to see victories within 24 hours. <laughs> Here's what you're going to do too. I just heard this. You're going to pray for me and Harvest that we begin to see victories in 24 hours. And then for the last 15 seconds, you are going to praise for them, which means your shout ain't for you. You're going to cheat for them. Your praise ain't for you. You're going to praise, praise for them. Verse 15, start with praying for victories for Harvest and I. Go, go, go in the building and online. Victories for Bishop Foreman and Harvest. Victories for Bishop Foreman and Harvest. Why? We're about the people. We want to see lives change. God, we need victory. 
God, we need victory. God, we need victory. God, we need victory. Do what only you can do. God, do what only you can do. Blow our minds. One phone call, somebody's going to give me what I need. One phone call, somebody's going to give up a building. One phone call. Now pray for the person. Pray for the person. We're about to go. We're about to go. We got to go. We're about to go. Oh, that's a sound in this building. Now for the last 15 seconds, praise for them. Praise for them. Clap your hands for them. Shout for them. Rejoice for them. Rejoice for them. For them! Right where you at? We gotta go. We gotta go. Right where you are at. At Harvest, we do something called After Church Church. So some of y'all are like, Bishop, we're in the water. We got to stay in the water. I understand that. We're going to do After Church Church today. Just stay right where you're at in this building and online. Can I get you to bow your heads and close your eyes for just a second? If you're in this building or you're, lying, you're online and you're not a Christian, this is your moment. You are not here by accident. God ordered your steps to be here. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord but you've not been faithful to the Lord, tonight is your night to come back to the Lord. Thirdly, if you like Mr. Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be shown up sure. If tonight was to be the end of your life, I need you to know without a doubt that when you close your eyes, you'd open your eyes and be with Him. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to beat you up. Nobody's going to beat you down. It is the goodness of God that draws men into repentance. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. We'll be sure on three in the building. You're going to slip your hand up when I count to three. Online, you're going to do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me. No guilt. No condemnation. No shame. One, don't let the enemy talk you out of this moment. I hear some of you saying, but Bishop, I grew up in church. That don't mean you are saved and right with God. I drive past McDonald's all the time. I ain't been to one since 2013. That doesn't mean you're a Big Mac. No guilt. No condemnation, no saying you're in a safe place. I'm good. I'm good. Leave it right where it's at. One, two, that's you. Respond. Three, right wherever you're at. Put that hand up in this building. I see you. I see you. Come on, just put it up so I can see you. I see you. I see you. I got you. I see you back here. I got you. Online, do the hand with the emoji and say it's me. Everybody, just lay your hands on yourself. I don't care if you and Jesus went to school together. Pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace from this day forward to be a faithful Christian. Give me the grace to where if I fall, I get right back up again. Give me the grace to continue forward. Today, is the beginning of the rest of my life in Jesus name now you can open those eyes look at the screen behind me get your phone harvest real 
Harvest is a phone-friendly church. We have very little paper. We don't have clipboards at the front for you to fill your name and stuff out. All you're going to do is scan that QR code or text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Look at me. Some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. So, Bishop Foreman, what happens after tonight in Atlanta? All I need are 50 people that say they're going to serve, and I can go to weekly experiences in Atlanta. That's it. That's it. I took nothing. Let me rephrase that. God took nothing and turned it into something in Denver. Denver is 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. 4% African American, not a lot of racial or ethnic diversity. What God has done in Denver is nothing short of a miracle. He said to me 16 years ago, son, if you can do it here, you can do it anywhere. I didn't know what that meant, but we're getting ready to do it anywhere. And here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. For those of you that say, Bishop Foreman, I want to be connected. I know you're my shepherd. You're not connecting. God, listen to me carefully. God never calls you to a building. And listen, he never calls you to, listen to this, a church. Bishop, what do you mean? Jeremiah 3.15, I give you shepherds after my own heart. And if I'm the shepherd that God's assigned you to, Bishop, how do you know who your shepherd is? That's how you know. When I spoke something leaped in you, something connected with you, something and you said, you ever had something so good you couldn't do nothing but just look like it stank? Like, because God is creating that connection between sheep and shepherd. And if that's you, all you got to do is scan this QR code or text this Join Harvest to 877-552-4746. For those of you who say, Bishop, I want to get involved, here's what we're going to do. Right to my left, your right, if you say, Bishop, I want to get involved, I want to find out next steps, I have some folks going to be with you right in this room because we got to build. But to build, you need a team. And while I'm speaking a team, I want to celebrate some of my dream team that traveled from Denver. Listen, paid their own airfare, own hotel, own expenses, bought their own Mary Max. Anyway, to be here just to serve, that is a blessing to me as a shepherd. So for those of you who want to get involved, I need you to shoot this. But then right here to my left, to your right, where is that? Your right, my left, right after you're going to get involved there. I want everybody. Did you get a word tonight? As you make your way back to your seat, just hug or fist bump or love on somebody and just tell them, say, let's cheat. Let's cheat. We're done tonight. But the last thing I want us to do is put a seed to seal this word that we've heard. I want us to put a seed to seal this word that we've heard. And here's the seed I want to challenge you with. It goes back to Psalm 144 and 1. Bishop, what do you mean sow to seal? Anytime a word speaks life into you, you sow to seal that word. And I want to challenge you. I'm sowing $144. I never ask people to do what I don't do. And so if the word speaks life to you, you sow to seal that word. I want you to get a $144 seed in your hand. Say, Bishop, I can't get that. Get as close as you can to it. Get as close as you can to it. Get as close as you can to it. If you can't do that, do 100. Can't do 100, do 50. But everybody sow something into the word you've heard. You got to seal it. Bishop, where's that in the Bible? No problem. I got you scripture. Here's what you're not going to be able to do to Bishop Foreman at Harvest. You're not going to be able to say, where's that at in the Bible? Oh, I got you. Because I don't say stuff that I just heard in the third heaven and blah, all this weird stuff. I, I don't do the weird stuff. I'm going to give you Bible. 
It's 1 Samuel 9. The Bible says that when they went to the man of God and he gave them the word they needed, that Saul sowed to seal that word. It's 1 Samuel 9. It's all throughout the scripture. How can you sow it? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number 2 at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. If you want to give through cryptocurrency, you can do that. All of that's available. Once you got your seed in your hand, stand to your feet in the building and online. Atlanta, it's only my fourth time here, but I love y'all. And I love Denver, and I love everybody. Amen. Once you get your seat in your hand, stand, stand with me. We're going to move quickly. We're going to move quickly. We don't do gimmicks. We don't do games. We obey the word, and we move on. I pray that the same debt-free grace that's on the house, that that would be on your house. Once you got your seat, come on, stand with me. Stand with me once you got your seat. If you're not giving to 144, whatever you're giving, stand once you've got it. Stand once you've got it. At home, you do the same thing. Stand once you've got it. I'm a believer in sowing. I'm a believer in sowing. And everybody lift it towards the Lord. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I sow. Believing in your word, knowing that I'm sealing the word I've just heard. This seed is my cheat seed. And I believe that within 24 hours, like I spoke over my own life, I'll begin to see winds. My phone's about to ring. Come on, y'all, talk. Say, my name's about to be brought up. I'm about to get an email. I'm about to get an unexpected phone call. An unexpected text is going to be the, the win I need. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.